Today on episode number 885 of the School of Podcasting, it's question of the month time. And this month's question was, describe your show in 10 words or less. And there was a big, long list of words that you were not allowed to use, like awesome. So all Americans were frightened immediately. And there was no lovely. So all the Brits were like, wait, how do I describe my show then? We also have a phenomenal because of my podcast story, especially if you're a hobby podcaster, you're going to love this one. And we've got some news from Apple and Google. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. If you want to monetize, I can help with that as well. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If you tack on a slash listener to that, so schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener, because, you know, you're a listener. That's right. You get a discount on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And it is the last week of the month, which means it's question of the month time. This is where I ask you a question and you send in your answers along with a link to your website. So this question comes from the book, Make Noise, A Creator's Guide to Podcasting and Great Audio Storytelling. It's from Eric Newsom. He's been on the show before. I'll put a link to that out in the show notes, which everything I mentioned today will be out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 885. So here is the fun little exercise. Describe your podcast in no more than 10 words and do so in a way that describes nothing else. And you're like, okay, that's not that hard. No, no, we're not done yet. The fun part is you can't use any of these words. Amazing, astounding, awesome, beautiful, best, brilliant, classic, compelling, curious, diverse, extraordinary, fabulous, fantastic, fascinating, fresh, great, incredible, in-depth, lovely, outstanding, quality, remarkable, riveting, sensational, spectacular, stunning, superior, thoughtful, tremendous, unbelievable, unique, and world-class. And the reason for that is everybody uses those words. And the idea here is to describe it in a way that describes nothing else in the world. And if you're like, wait, how was I supposed to do this? The easy antidote is if you want to use one of those words like outstanding, simply answer why. Why is it outstanding? Why is it fascinating? Why is it spectacular? The answer to your why question is your distinct descriptor, and you should use that instead. And I was really worried because this is not an easy task, and I wasn't sure anybody was going to answer it. And as always, you and everyone else who listens came through, and I deeply appreciate it. So here we go with the 10-word challenge. Hi, Dave. Scott Johnson here. I think this month's question is not just an exercise in how to efficiently describe your podcast. It's also a way to come up with a good tagline or a subtitle to use for your show. 
So to answer the question, the short description I came up with for my show is this. First-hand true stories from real people in unreal situations. And the tagline I've always used is just real people in unreal situations. It's not perfect because if someone has never heard of my podcast before, they can't really just read that tagline and, and know exactly what to expect. But the hope is that it might generate just enough curiosity to click and look at some of my episode titles. I think if I can get someone to read the names of some past episodes, I'm pretty sure I've got a shot at getting a new listener because that's my real hook. But I can't just put my episode titles into a 10-word description. So that short description is just a mini hook, so to speak, to maybe catch their attention. My show is called What Was That Like? And each episode is a conversation with someone who's been through something really unusual. I've talked to people who've witnessed a murder, been attacked by an alligator, even someone who has eaten their own foot. Yeah, that was a fun one. Someday I'll convince Glenn the Geek to listen to that story. I've got over 140 episodes, and my guests have some stories to tell. You can find the show on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Thank you, Scott. Yes, the foot episode is definitely something you don't hear every day. And just to, I'll say this one more time, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 885 is where you'll have links to everything mentioned. Hey, Dave. My name is Chris Dutchko. I'm the host of the Ninth Grade Experience podcast. You can find my podcast at ninthgradeexperience.com. And my 10-word or less tagline for my show is, Ninth grade can be challenging. Let's experience it together. That way it ties in the name of the podcast. You get the repetition. Plus, the podcast applies to teachers, to students, and to parents. So there's lots of different ways that people can experience ninth grade together. So I think it's important to be able to kind of reach lots of different audiences with the show. And it's a common thing that, you know, everyone's made it through ninth grade. So I think it's important that people can share in that experience. And we're trying to help the current students in ninth grade have a better overall time. So again, my podcast is ninthgradeexperience.com. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thank you. Next up, we have Brian. Hey, Dave, this is Brian with Relaxed Mail. And this was a tough one. I really was, uh, was struggling with on how to describe my podcast, The Relaxed Mail. And finally got it down to I help men overcome the overwhelm in their life. Got it down to nine words, which I am really proud of myself. And I didn't use, I don't use any of the, uh, of the uh, trigger words and stuff. So that was a good little challenge. I like those, Dave. Keep those up. If you are interested in ha listening to the Relaxed Mail anymore, you can. I help men, like I said, overcome the overwhelm in their life. But not just in divorce, it actually helps with all parts of, of men's lives. And you can listen to the show, you can read more about it and, and things along those lines by going to Relaxed Male, as in a dude, M A L E, relaxedmail.com. Next up, we have Glenn. Hi, Dave. This is Glenn Gabriel from the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. My podcast gives my listeners, quote, Advice and resources for youth curling coaches and program organizers. That's 10 words exactly. Whenever I meet other podcasters, I like to joke around and say that my podcast is the nichiest podcast in the world. Not only is it in a niche sport, curling, and not only is it about coaching people in my sport, but it's teaching kids specifically. So, yeah. It's a niche podcast. 
When I started the podcast three years ago, I knew exactly what my podcast was going to be about. Why? Because it was the podcast that I needed when I started coaching 15 years ago. And while I've been tempted to expand the scope of the podcast, I also know that I'm the only one who's addressing the issues and interests of fellow youth curling coaches like me. And as specialized as my, as my podcast has been, there's been no shortage in topics to cover. In fact, I just published episode 95, and I'm on track to hitting episode 100 this summer. My name is Glenn Gabriel, and I'm the host and producer of the Coaching Kids Curling podcast. Our website is coachingkidscurling.com. Thank you, Glenn. And while your show is definitely niche, and I love the fact that people can now hear that, like, yeah, you can have a really niche show and still have listeners. For me, the trophy of most niche goes to the Chameleon Breeder podcast. And yeah, that's a real thing. I'm Eric Maynard, the host of Author Blurb. You can find Author Blurb at authorblurb.com, where you can find all the authors and all the beautiful interviews we have. To answer your question of the month, the best way to describe Author Blurb, connecting authors and readers with meaningful meet-the-author interviews. Oh, I thought I, I heard meaningful. Meaningful was not on the list. Thanks so much, Eric. Hello, Dave. Harris here host of the podcast, Calm History. All right, here is my sparkle-free 10-word description of my podcast. Relax with stories from history, narrated in a calm voice. Now, I suspect your next challenge will be for us to do it in five words. So, I'll just submit my response early. Here it is. Relax with calmly narrated history. And I think the name of my website can even get it down to two words, along with a domain suffix. Calmhistory.com Thank you so much. That's one of those that makes me want to go, wait, what? Because, like, when I think of history, unfortunately, because I live in the U.S., I think a lot about war because, well, that's one of our hobbies. And uh, when I think calm, I do not think war. So that's one of those that Scott was talking about that it just makes you kind of want to go, wait, what? But I, for the record, I do not need any podcast to help me put me to sleep. I run hard and I run fast. And when it's time to go to sleep, I usually start at my desk by nodding off. Hi. Paul here from PassACLS.com and the PassACLS Tip of the Day podcast. My show in 10 words or less? Helpful information and tips for medical professionals taking ACLS. I'm counting ACLS as one word, Dave. I hope that that's okay. Thanks for everything that you and everyone else at School of Podcasting does to help us make our podcasts better. Let's check with the judges. Yeah, they say you can use that as one word. Greeting, Dave. How you doing? It's Sean for Radio Free Professional Wrestling. Yes, a crazy podcast covering the strange world of professional wrestling. And I'm here to answer the question of the month. Our podcast is a transatlantic grappling opinion show started by two strangers turned friends. And of course, you can follow the show at RadioFreePW.com. And Dave, have a great week and stay stunning.
I will try to stay stunning. That's that's tough for me. This is a tough challenge because I went out and I came up with this insights to help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. And you're like, oh, good. I didn't use any of the words. However, does that sound like only the school of podcasting or does that sound like every other podcast about podcasting out there? And I went, huh. So then I went back and I came up with the longest running, entertaining, educational how to podcast show. And what's funny is that's only nine words. I thought about the longest running, entertaining, educational way to learn podcasting show. I do have an extra word there. I could throw that on there. That's the fun part is if I say it's a podcast that focuses on teaching people how to be better podcasters, that could be any of about 30 different shows right now. So that's why I threw in the longest running. Now, as I kind of just brainstorm out loud here, the kind of problem with the longest running is there is a voice in my head that goes, who cares, right? Like, who cares? It does set me apart. It is true, but I'm not sure in terms of that is a feature, right? That's a feature of the School of Podcasting. It's not even know if it's a feature. It's a fact about the School of Podcasting. The question is, what's the benefit to that? I mean, it's sage advice from a podcaster's Hall of Fame curmudgeon. That's 10 words. It's hard. It really is. This past weekend, my regular co-host on Ask the Podcast Coach, Jim Collison, was not available. And so I had Dan Lefebvre fill in. He does a show called Based on a True Story Podcast. And why did I pick Dan? Because he's one of my, well, actually, he's a sponsor. And he's always super active. I kind of know Dan from interacting online. Jim had had him on his show, and I had him on. And what was interesting is I had never listened to Dan's show on a regular basis. I kind of popped in and out, and I went over and listened. And here's the cool thing. It's based on a true story podcast. So the whole point is when you go to a movie, the lights dim, the screen comes up all black, and then in white letters it says, based on a true story. His whole point of his podcast is to answer the question, how much of this movie is actually true? And so when I tuned in, I kind of expected like a movie podcast, and instead it was very much a history podcast. And he did something where he does two truths and a lie which is a great idea that's not original. He didn't come up with that, but he applied it to his podcast so that you are instantly listening harder, if that's even a a phrase. But I was really paying attention because I wanted to figure out which one was the truth and which one was, or which one was the lie and which two were the truth. And as I just listened to it, I was like, this show isn't like any other show I've heard. It's completely unique Now, there may be other shows like it. I just haven't discovered them. But I like the fact that it wasn't two guys going, did you like the movie? I don't know. I thought it sucked. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, okay. You know, the typical movie podcast, and my apologies if that was your show. But, uh, you know, that's not. I'm not your target audience for that. And it wasn't your typical, welcome to history class, where we're going to talk about what happened, you know, that whole nine yards. So it was kind of a mix of both. 
And so as we go through this example, we should be thinking about how can my show be different than the other 400 shows about podcasting. And so I realized the default answer, and it's true, is you. If you're doing a podcast about podcasting, you're going to bring your own slant. Now, in my case, I hang out in a lot of Facebook groups and Reddit groups. And of course, I am tech support and the head of Libsyn Education at Libsyn.com, which is one of the biggest podcast hosting companies. So I have a different view than some people. And I try to bring that in. And then my background's in education. So I'm not sitting here trying to get you to sign up for three easy payments. All I need is your firstborn, your left leg, and maybe your grandma, right? I'm not that kind of hard sell kind of guy. I'm much more into education than I am making a gazillion dollars. Now, I like money. And I ask you throughout this show that if you want to start a podcast, I would love to help you. But I've heard others that are a much harder sell than what I do. So that's, I guess, what makes me unique in a way. But it's something that we should be pondering. What can I do differently? And here's the the big one that delivers value to my audience. One of the things I did, and I only had a few people mention this, but if you notice, we have a because of my podcast story today. And I used to lead off with, hey, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about topic A. But first, I have a because of my podcast story. And I always say, when you say the phrase, we'll talk to this right after this or be right after, you know, that whole night, whatever's coming after when you say, but first, better be really good. And I love because of my podcast stories. Now, can I pull back the curtain? The reason I like because of my podcast stories, and if you have one, feel free to go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash because. But the reason I like them is, look, I sit here week after week trying to get you to start a podcast so I can help you plan, launch, and grow and monetize it. But it's so much better when somebody else says something cool and I can go, see, they did this. This is how they benefited from it. And then you go, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll start a podcast. Let's see, where should I go? How to learn? Oh, I know, maybe Dave. And we've got a great because of my podcast story, especially if you're a hobby podcaster right after this. I have a because of my podcast story that might be useful to people, especially hobby podcasters. My name's Craig. I'm an English teacher and our podcast helps mainly Spanish speakers, but not exclusively Spanish speakers, to improve their English. Now, when my co-host and I launched the podcast back in 2014, it was purely a hobby podcast. And although over the years we've had sponsors, we've, we've earned some money, I never thought that the day would come when I'd need to rely 100% on my podcast as my main source of income. But that all changed during the COVID pandemic because the language school that I'd been working for for 24 years needed to reduce its teaching staff by 35%. And suddenly I was out of the door and no other language schools where I live were hiring because of COVID. But hang on a minute, I thought I've got thousands of potential paying students listening to our podcast. 
and I felt quite comfortable teaching on Zoom. So fast forward about two and a half years and quite a lot of work, I now have my own online growing language school because of my podcast. Because about 90, probably 95% of my students come to me because of my podcast. They like what I'm doing on the podcast, they, they hear me, they get to know me, and they're happy to pay to study with me online. So all this to say, you never really know how your career, how your, your situation, your life will change due to circumstances beyond your control. And I'm very thankful for the work I've put into the podcast over the years, developing it, growing it. And I'm very thankful to Dave and the School of Podcasting because Dave has helped me so much and taught me so much about podcasting over the years. I'm Craig, and you can find our podcast at inglespodcast.com and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Craig, thank you so much. I'm sitting here smiling because, Craig, did you notice there, inglespodcast.com, always lead with your brand, and then wherever you can find your favorite podcast. Because think about it, if somebody found this particular episode on a website, and I go, yeah, wherever you find podcasts, that person may not know where you find podcasts. And I hear so many people go, find my podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. And I'm like, that's almost a circular explanation. What's a podcast? Oh, a podcast is, well, it's a podcast. So always direct them back to your website. Always have buttons there to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon. And that way, if they share that link back to your website, that will boost your SEO. And that way, if the, somebody listens on your website and they stay there, Google's going to go, that's interesting. Every time somebody goes to Dave's website, they're there for like 14 minutes. And that might boost your SEO. But I did say the magic word Google. I can't remember if I've told you this or not. But as I record this, the last week of June, Google Podcasts, we don't know what's going on over there. But if you submitted your show over there and it hasn't been accepted, or if you have episodes and it's been a couple weeks and they're not showing up, the symptoms appear to show that there's something going on at Google Podcasts that's not great. Now, every app has a bad day every now and then, whether it's Spotify or Apple or whoever. There are delays, but this is really something that I'm like, yeah, something doesn't look right here. So if you're kind of freaking out about Google, don't. It just seems like something weird is going on over there, and I'm sure they will figure it out. Keep in mind that anytime you see your show appear in app one, two, and three, but it's not in four, it's not your media host, because if there was a problem with Libsyn or Captivate or Buzzsprout or whoever you're using, then if there was a problem there, then it wouldn't show up anywhere. So keep that in mind. But uh, Craig, thanks again for that story. I'm so glad to hear that podcasting helped you land on your feet. I was in a similar situation. I'd been teaching in the corporate world for many moons, but I'd been podcasting for 10. And when I was let go from my job because, well, yeah, they hired a bunch of sales guys that couldn't sell training. Uh, I was happy enough to land in the world of podcasting and doing tech support for Libsyn. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, not only is it a great hobby, but in the immortal words of Jordan Harbinger, uh, dig the well before you're thirsty. Mm -hmm.
Apple announced this week that uh, they've done some improvements for podcast discoverability by elevating nine subcategories and charts. Oh, yes. Charts. Listeners can quickly find, oh, how I love this phrase, new and noteworthy podcasts. Yep, I did. It still happens. I threw up just a little bit in my mouth. Uh, Covering mental health, relationships, parenting, and more and easily explore curated show recommendations for over 20 languages. Well, that's cool. They're making search better. In fact, I've said in the past, Apple search was awful, and it's definitely made strides in the past. They said uh, they've added nine subcategories to the search tab across devices, making it easier for listeners to discover their next favorite show among a variety of popular genres and topics. Those subcategories are mental health, relationships, self-improvement, personal journals, personal journals. And that caught my eye. I do a show called Building a Better Dave. I have to make sure I'm in that because that's exactly what that show is. Entrepreneurship, documentary, parenting, books, and language learning. So if I'm Craig, I want to make sure I'm in the language learning category. Now, each subcategory has, oh, are you ready? Its own charts. That's right. You can now obsess daily, hourly, even minute by minute on your placement in charts, which, by the way, does nothing for your actual audience. But it displays the top shows and top episodes available in a listener's market. So, for example, a listener in the U.S. can browse the charts for mental health. So both of you people doing that, you can now do that for mental health, which display the top 200 shows and top 200 episodes available in the U.S. based on a mix of listening, follows, and completion rates. Notice what it said there. A mix of listening, so how many people actually click play, how many follows, those are the people like, I like your stuff so much, I'm going to follow you, and how far they listened. Again, just a reminder, nothing about ratings and reviews. All 19 categories and these nine subcategories have been refreshed with new artwork and recommendations. These include Apple Podcast Essentials, all-time favorite podcasts for each category, curated by our global editorial teams. That means humans. No algorithms here. Along with easy-to-navigate rows for charts and additional subcategories. Select categories including comedy, society and culture, sports, and who could forget true crime will also regularly showcase new and noteworthy, yeah, just a little bit, shows, uh, standout shows of the month, feature channels. So they're going to treat these subcategories like they're basically big categories, which is cool. Again, it's a little more discoverability. I personally find podcasts not by searching in whatever app I'm using, but by somebody going, hey, have you heard this show? Also, you're going to be able to explore podcasts by language, which is definitely a bonus because, again, podcasting is global. But if you didn't know those nine subcategories existed and you go, hey, my show would fit into that, you might want to go into whoever, again, you're hosting through and check your podcast information and add those categories as appropriate. Now, don't obsess over that. It's not like, oh, if I change this, you know, manna will fall from heaven. Because, again, I don't know how many people are actually searching categories looking for the top 200. Now, I'm not to say that nobody's doing that. I'm saying 70% 
of podcast discovery per Jacobs Media is done by word of mouth. Hey, sometimes you learn things the hard way, and I just wanted to share something. I put out an episode of The Future of Podcasting last week, and I had a very weird situation where I love Hindenburg, and somehow, someway, who knows, it's tech, but I listened to the episode, everything was great, and I exported it, and then I didn't listen to it before I uploaded it, and everything was great, and I went to bed and woke up the next day, and a bunch of people said, do you know that the interview is missing? Everything else is there, but the interview, you have this big 20-minute block of nothing in the middle, and I went back, and all it was was Hindenburg kind of forgot where the file was, because I right-clicked on the file and went to properties, and as soon as I clicked on the button to point it to where the actual file was, it found it was like, okay, and I re-exported it. Now, in that case, about 50% of my audience had heard that episode. So I basically saved that episode as a draft, copy and pasted all the episode description and made a new episode with my new file. So the old file was removed, the new file was uploaded, and I had the same exact title, and I just put the phrase fixed at the end of the episode title. So if somebody said, hey, why is that episode back? Well, fixed would answer that question. And so that was one where I didn't listen to it before I uploaded it. And I was in a hurry yesterday as I recorded Ask the Podcast Coach. And this one is really one that makes me scratch my head. I use a Rodecaster Pro too. And when I got done, I had a track of myself, my co-host, and then I had a stereo mix. Well, in the stereo mix, my co-host was louder than I was. So rather than just taking the separate tracks where I could adjust my volume once and make me as loud as my co-host, I decided to stick with the stereo mix thinking it was going to be less work. And it wasn't. And I thought I could fix, fix it with plugins. And plugins are kind of like adding air conditioning to your car. And there's one called Vocal Rider, which means when things get too soft, it will, just like it grabs a fader on your mixer, it will automatically adjust the volume up. And if it gets a little too loud, it'll adjust it down. So I put that on that track. Now, again, for whatever reason, maybe lack of sleep, I just stuck with the stereo mix. And I thought this way, when my co-host comes on and he's a little too loud, it'll back him down. And to make a long story short, in the end, it sounded horrendous. And I got an email this morning or voicemail, and they said, every time you talk, it's filled with hiss. And looking back, I could have easily just grabbed the separate tracks, which I did, which again is kind of why it's handy. When you have separate tracks, yes, it's a little more work, but also for some reason you need to adjust the volume of one person, you can just turn up their track once instead of multiple times through a 90-minute episode. But that was one again. It sounded fine in my headphones before I hit export, and I just assumed the export was fine. And I got, this is part of the fun for those of you that like, hey, I'm going to start a podcast about podcasting. Realize your audience is really, really just laser-sharp focused on your audio quality. And so that's one of the things I'll be doing later on this evening is doing what I should have done and just do separate tracks, adjust my volume once, and of course, I will listen to it before I upload it for the public.
If you've been thinking of starting a podcast, realize you can join the School of Podcasting absolutely worry-free because we have a 30-day money-back guarantee. But if you just want to dip your toe in the water, you can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash baby steps, and that will take you to an absolutely free course that answers most common questions that podcasters have when they're getting started. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash baby steps. And if you missed last week's episode, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 884, we were talking about how to do a solo episode without sounding scripted. And in next week's episode, I'm going to be talking with John from datadrivenmarketing.co. Some really interesting stuff. Now, it's really, he has a podcast about how to sell an online course. But, and if you're like, well, I'm not selling an online course, there's really some great marketing 101 stuff that I think you'll still enjoy. So, of course, you can always go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash follow and never miss a show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Dave Jackson. I help podcasters. It's what I do. And I'd love to see what we can do together. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. If you-